When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Chris Sinzak and Garrett Clare. Baby, you're just wasting precious time. And if you want to know what's on our minds, you're in the right place because this is the Decibel Geek Podcast. My name is Aaron Camaro. Joined as always by the man who knows his letters are big enough, Chris Sinzak. You stole my joke. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. We are going to have some fun today. You know, Ralph Vieira, also known as Dr. Fuck, he's a big star. Lead singer of Thrash or Die, co-host of the lovable Rock and Metal Combat podcast with Ian Wadley, and creator of one of the most popular KISS channels on YouTube. Richard Sir is also a world-renowned rock and roll YouTube star in his own right. Today, we will find out what happens when these two iconic hard rock internet sensations clash and love is on the line. <laughs> oh, Wow. But before we get to all that, we should probably take care of our business, huh? (laughs) And you know us. Our business are those sweet, sweet reviews and recommendations. And, man, we got a couple of great ones to kick off the show with here today. First one goes a little something like this. A great rock and roll podcast. That's the title. The Stars, all five. And it comes from Amber H01. I came across the Decibel Geek podcast while looking up the mysterious Vinnie Vincent. Who? Vinnie Vincent. Oh, okay. Needless to say, I was hooked and have been thoroughly impressed with the show ever since. I love all the KISS-related episodes, as well as the interviews with Mark Slaughter, Mike Tramp, and the many other guests. You guys rock. Thanks, Amber. That's awesome. I love that. So we finally have a female listener to go along with Mighty K. Uh Uh-huh. Yep, that's two. It's a company of two. Ding, ding. Yeah. We also got a Facebook review comes to us from Steve Wright, and he recommends us. And he says this, these guys are the real deal. Great podcast, Chris and Aaron. You're a great team. Yeah, and check out Steve's show. He's got the Potter Than Hell podcast. Good friends of ours. And he would know. Yeah. He would know a good podcast when he hears it. So when he says we're awesome, then I got to believe we are awesome. And we just saw Steve in Nashville for the expo and great to see him and his co-hosts again. And Yes. Yeah, check out that show. It's They had a really awesome recap show. I enjoyed it. Thanks for the kind words, guys. Right on. So those that's it. That's our reviews and recommendations. Mm-hmm. Now, last week, we had a blast. Yeah. We had a really good time. I really, really liked doing last week's episode. We had a lot of fun with Brian Davis, mm-hmm. and he came on and we talked about bonus tracks. Not boner tracks. Not boner tracks. No. Bonus tracks, two yeah. very different things. It was a two hours plus of awesome music, and and yeah, we loved having him on. And remember to check out Damn Good Movie Memories podcast, his show. It's mm-hmm. a great show, and um, yeah. So the people that shared on Facebook and retweeted on Twitter are our geeks of the week for last week's episode. Geeks of the week this week are Steve Wright, Todd Cunningham, Mark Alden Taylor, Freeform Rock Podcast, Jason Bluski, Matt Ashcraft, Brad Kalmanson, Rob Harris, Scott Crouch, Ridiculous Rock Record Reviews, Simon Cat, Kenneth Roy. Ray Kuhn, Ken J. West, Kristen Schimbeck, Dan Nation, Wayne Cross, Greg Troyan II, Alan Tate, Aaron Baker, The Bakery Podcast, David Glenn, Todd Rogers, Sean Cullen, Brant Cattell, Bill Elam, Mike Parnell, Mikhail Burrell, Rob in the Hood, Dante, Eladio, Jeff Mendenhall, Twisted Kister, Ernesto Aguiar, Christopher Stokes, and of course, the, the Mooger Fooger. 
Shout out to the Mooger Fugger and Mrs. Fugger, yes. Shane and Jana. I want you guys to know we're thinking about you and uh, and hang in there. Yeah, we love you guys. So you know, hang in there because we love you. Yeah. Um. So what? So well, what? hey, hold on a second because I need to have a talk with you real quick. Uh oh, what did I do? You didn't do nothing. Okay. Well, it's been a few weeks since the Rock and Pot Expo, right? You mm-hmm. know, and things are finally starting to calm back down around here. And everyone's gotten to enjoy all the live podcasts and interviews that all those lucky shows that got to hang out at their tables did. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad because you and I kind of missed out on that stuff. Yeah, we always do. And I know that you, <laughs> you know, well, yeah, because, I mean, you do so much in the organizational and operational side of things of the expo. I mean, you don't have time to do it. And Not I'm up much. on stage hosting, so I don't mm-hmm. have time to do it. And I know for you, it's been years since you've been able to enjoy the expo experience. Mm-hmm. So I've got a huge surprise for you. What's up? I have booked us a table at next weekend's Imperial Commissary Collectors Convention. What is that? Star Wars. Star Wars. We're going to be at a Star Wars convention. Oh, cool. That way you can just hang out and have a good time, and I can hang out and have a good time, and we'll be at a convention. We'll have a table. It'll have our banner on it, and we can sit at it. That works for me. And we could talk to Darth Vader about Black Sabbath. Oh, that would be we cool. can talk to the sand people from Tatooine about mm-hmm. the desert sessions. I want to talk to a Jawa. We could talk to Jawas. That would be cool. And ask them what they're into. Find out why their eyes glow and shit. You know why their eyes glow? Why? They listen to Pantera. Oh, okay. When they're riding around those big old tanks, they're cranking Pantera. <laughs> so this thing, it's next weekend. It's September 13th and 15th at the Williamson County Expo Park in Franklin, Tennessee. You can find tickets and details at iccollectorsconvention.com. Hmm. So if you guys want to come visit us while we're hanging out yeah. doing our Star Wars thing, you can come see us there at that. This would be interesting. I mean, there's we... going to be a lot of awesome stars there. There's the guy that played Boba Fett's going to be there. Oh, for real? Yeah. My brother's going to be I incredibly guess, yeah, jealous. He's going to love it. I know Eric <laughs> should be here for this. He would be able to tell me exactly who all these people are. Right. There's stormtroopers, there's Jawas, there's Ewoks, there's all these people that starred in Star Wars. Wow. And a bunch of other awesome people, too. I mean, the lady that plays Barry Allen's mom on The Flash is going to be there. I love that show. That's my favorite show. Wow. So we're going to have a good time. cool. We're going to enjoy an expo. And, man, if things go right, we might be able to record a really, really cool episode talking to Star Wars actors and actresses about about rock and roll. That works for me. I mean, geez, they're all from Hollywood, right? Yeah. And we did a... When's when did we do that? We did a like a comic book convention, what like 2012? I a think a long, long time ago. We had just gotten really rolling on the show, and we did that. That so was the last time long we time. actually did an expo where we yeah. sat at a table. So I think it's time we do it again. Take it to the people. I'm taking you to the Star Wars people. Cool. It's going to be awesome yeah, next weekend. So if you guys want more information on that, like I said, it's iccollectorsconvention.com. If you're in the Nashville area, yeah, come hang out with us. You got to come check it out. Come hang out with us. I was looking at the plan out for it and everything. There's mm-hmm. a ton of cool stuff going on and a bunch of really cool people are going to be talking at it and an opportunity to meet some of your Star Wars heroes. Wow, that, that, I like it. There's going to be a dude from The Walking Dead there, a guy yeah. that's played like 25 different walkers. <laughs> A lot of lines to learn for that for that role. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to tell you about that. I'm glad you're excited. Awesome. for Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to We're it. Go decibel geek at the Star Wars convention. Yeah, if you're in the Nashville area, come. Hey, we'll put we'll put a mic in your face and you can talk on the show. How fun! So let's talk about what we're doing here today. You and I both know Ralph Vieira very well. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's he's our friend. He comes to the expo every year. You know, we love Ralph. Absolutely. And it wasn't too long ago that we, along with many of you, probably saw the heart-wrenching video that Ralph posted about how his girlfriend had left him. Yeah. How did that make you feel when you saw it? Um, after I finished laughing, I felt pretty bad for him. No, yeah, kidding. I did too. Um, but, uh, <laughs> no. but it was uh, it was a funny video and like, you know, a lot of people took it seriously at first, but part of the video, he's kind of, well, well we're going to play a little yeah, bit of it, ahead. right? You guys check it out for yourself. Here's the video that Ralph posted on YouTube not too long ago. Smack him a Hey, um, I know I'm getting a little personal on here. We're in a shade because I, I really don't want you guys to see me crying. 
Um, my heart's broken. I don't know what else to say. I'm, I feel embarrassed calling my friends about this. I'm just going to put this out there as a video blog. Uh, there's no other way to say my girl left me. And, uh, I'm really hurt. I haven't slept all night. Just devastated. And I'm also making this video to warn all you guys out there, man. You, you, you know, if you're married, you have a girlfriend you really, really love, be very careful, okay? Because I wasn't. And I fucked up. And... She left me to somebody on YouTube, and I don't care how long you've been married or or how how much in love your girlfriend is to you or your wife is to you. Don't ever let her see this video. She left me for this guy. And since we're an audio show, we should explain what what he was playing right so when he explains what happens he lost his girlfriend i mean true love you tell it was in his heart and it's gone now and he's a devastated broken man you know so what happens is ralph plays a video of a young man he is singing along to his favorite band he's doing the air guitar like it's never been played before yeah and he is singing read my body Unfortunately. And this young man is a young man named Rich Sir. So after it was revealed who'd stolen his one and only true love away from him, (laughs) leaving him a tattered and ruined man in shambles, a shell of his former self. You know, me and Chris, we're good friends. We couldn't just stand by and do nothing. No. (laughs) Instead of consoling Ralph. (laughs) Instead of consoling Ralph, we found this irresistible man and we talked to him. And you know what? I think we can both agree. We totally understand why any self-respecting woman would leave Dr. Fuck for him. Well, yeah, I'm not letting my wife listen to this. Absolutely not. I don't want to lose her. So here's a little taste of that. And you guys enjoy our conversation (laughs) with rock and roll internet sensation, Richard Sir. Hey, I'm going to do Rewind Body by Kiss. Hope you like it. Man, this is Aaron Camaro from Decibel Geek. I got Chris on the line with me. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Awesome. So I was curious, do you do you ever listen to any rock music podcasts? Are you familiar with it at all? No, I don't I'm not really one for the podcasts. I listen to a couple gaming ones, but uh beyond for that, the music ones I don't tend to listen to right very on. much. However, I was listening to your guys' podcast the last couple days. My favorite one so far is the uh, best and worst of each Kiss album. I love I, I listen to that whole thing. Oh, I love nice, to hear man. it. Thank Thanks, you. Man. Appreciate that. Hey, listen. The reason we're calling is that recently our good friend Ralph and he Ralph Vieira from the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast Show. He is a famous YouTuber. 
He's got a channel. He talks about rock music. He talks about Kiss. And he's pretty famous dude for it. And recently, he found one of your videos of you singing along to Read My Body by Kiss. <laughs> Read My Body, yeah. <laughs> and he shared it with everybody, and everybody just loved it. And you've basically become an internet sensation amongst the underground rock fans that follow these type pages. And so I went to look you up, and I found out these videos are like 10 years old, right? Yeah, man. They're, they're from, I started doing them, I think, when I was like 14 or 15. Yeah, they're old. Wow, that's amazing yeah. how it comes out now. I mean, I guess the Internet's forever, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so to give some context, Ralph had a little bit of fun with your video because he basically started out his video with him on his couch like he was crying and and he was like, I hate, I hate to make this announcement, guys, but my girlfriend, she left me, and I'm really upset over it, and she left me for this guy, and then he threw it to your video. <laughs> That's great. Oh. So when you put the – because I actually did see the video a few years ago because there's a Kiss FAQ message board that a lot of fans post on, and people were yeah. post, people posted a link to it on there. And um, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, Read My Body is kind of like one of the most reviled songs among a lot of the Kiss Army. Yeah. <laughs> During the, uh, when I watched your podcast, you guys did not have any really good things to say about that one when you got to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, after your video, I appreciate it a little bit more. Yes, definitely. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it, it's not, not a fan favorite from many fans, but uh so when you put these these videos out, especially the Read My Body one, I mean, uh, this is an interesting thing to talk to you about because of the whole YouTube generation. And also, if you want to mm -hmm. lose faith in humanity, just read YouTube comments is what I've also learned. Um, exactly. I mean, it was a ballsy thing to do to put yourself yeah, playing totally. air guitar out yeah. on a video. So, some of my videos, like if you read the comments, these, these people are fucking insane. They're like, <laughs> you know, you should go kill yourself. I'm like, holy fuck. I'm just rocking, man. You got a fucking Bronx? God damn. Wow. But, uh, nah. Nah, it's just, in the end, I just did it because I like to do it. Mm. I love Kiss. You know, I've loved Kiss for years. And I, I just did it for me. I didn't give a shit what anyone else thought. I didn't care what they said. You know, I just, I did it because I like doing it. So there was I love doing it. So, I love that. So there wasn't any thought at the time when when people were nah. leaving these comments of, "Oh my god, you know, why did no. I put this out there?" I just want to rock. That's it. That's it. That's awesome. That's amazing. Oh man. Well, yeah, I did, did you realize what kind of a response you were going to get from this cuz Kiss fans are um, pretty rabid. <laughs> uh So when I started making them I did get, and again, it was like when I was starting, I was 15, you know, I'm all, my birthday's in two weeks, I'm going to be 28 this year. And then it started going around the school. So everyone in the school, everyone in the kind of town kind of knew about it. Again, this is back in 06 when YouTube was first starting. You know, no one knew what YouTube was going to become. I didn't know what the hell it was going to become. I just wanted to rock. Yeah. And uh, so I didn't really get the impact it's out now because you go back to those videos. Some of those videos have decent views because yeah. I never, I never tried and and make the channel into everything, I, anything. I didn't try because I, again, I didn't understand. I was right. too young at the time. But like some of those got fifteen thousand, twenty thousand. You know, I think a Bon Jovi one is fourteen thousand. So that's amazing. It's uh, it, I it it's kind of it's kind of a little a little regret because. I'm thinking to myself, if I actually put some time into it, you know, what it could have happened, but hindsight's a bitch. <laughs> right. But, I mean, they're perfect for what they are just the yeah. way they are. Yeah. On that uh, YouTube channel, there's constantly people want more of it. I stopped doing it when I was uh, 19, 19 or 20. It's when I came back from college, but uh, I stopped making them then. I don't know why. I just kind of fell out of it. Yeah. Well, has there been any thought to kind of revisiting yeah. it and doing a grown-up version of, uh, uh, like, a revisiting Read My Body? <laughs> uh, well, my voice is definitely, like, some of those videos make me cringe a little bit, but my voice is definitely a lot better now. I, I uh, you know, when you message me, I, I kind of think, you know, maybe maybe I'll give it another, I'll try and upload one, give it another shot. 
I got to ask this because, I mean, Chris, you started it when you said it, but Mm. we do an expo every summer. (laughs) If we could get you, if you could get here to us, could you get up on stage with a live band and do a live rendition of Read My Body? (laughs) Oh, God. That would be amazing. And I think people would love it. Uh, to be honest, I don't. I mean, people revile that song, but <laughs> I, especially I find this out with a lot of all the Kiss fans I do talk to in my area. Kiss isn't really, unfortunately, very, very unfortunately safe. The only music people listen to here is two thousand plus pop trash. Mm. So, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Connecticut. Okay. <laughs> so they. To get real rock and roll, you gotta go to New York. <laughs> yeah. But um, no, the people who uh, the Kiss fans I talk to around here, I kind of tend to have unpopular opinions with a lot of Kiss fans. <laughs> like I like a lot of the songs that people uh, people don't like. <laughs> oh, like so- everyone, you know, a lot of people hated the Elder. I love Mr. Blackwell. I thought that song yeah. fantastic. I don't like the Elder, but I do like that song. So I'll give you that. It's a, yeah. So, I mean, well, how do you, how do you get into kiss <clears throat> at being such a young age? Cause they certainly weren't an in vogue band uh, when you were growing up. Yeah. Um, got to give the credit to dad on that one. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, he was big into a few eighties bands. He wasn't into a lot of, uh, like a lot of the, He wasn't a rocker by any means, but he liked three or four. Like he was big into journey. He was big into kiss. Uh, when the 90s came, big into U2, and, uh, you know, he, he that's what he'd play all the time. And I just took it from there and, you know, started rolling, discovering these other bands. And now, like, I mean, there's just so many. K, you know, Kiss, is, Kiss alone has 300 songs, which all right. most rock. You know, you got, and it's opened my whole world to a whole list of fucking uh bands you got zeppelin acdc motorhead motley crew you know it's just dio is mm-hmm. blew my when i first the first time i heard dio do that last line when he when he comes you know when he says coming home when he does the mm-hmm. home vocal right at the beginning that blew my fucking mind and ever since i heard that i just have been a complete hard rocker ever since metalhead Nice. To the that's awesome. Kiss is the gateway. Drug. They are, yeah, yeah, totally. Same with us. <laughs> yeah, well, and and Aaron and I, we both grew up as big Kiss fans, and I got into them at a very unpopular time myself. I got into them in 1987. You know, the makeup's not on anymore. They're doing the Crazy Nights album, and I got I got harassed repeatedly by jocks and cool kids at my school for liking that stuff. Right. And then so, on top of that, the Kiss fans that actually remembered Kiss for when they were really cool yeah. are looking at you just getting into it at Crazy Nights going, oh, man, if you'd only know. Well, yeah. I mean, if I yeah, yeah, let me de-age by 10 years so I can get into this stuff. But, you know, it's funny. You were into the read my body off hot in the shade. Um, that was I remember buying that album on release day when it came out. And uh, it was a big deal uh, to me at the time. But uh, but no, it was just, I think it's just the fact that you had the balls to go on camera, A, and B, to do it to that song. Um, that really... I, that, I, <laughs> I still love that. So I love that whole album. It's like, again, that's one of the albums that people are like, eh, eh. And I'm just like, ah, I love the non-makeup air appears my favorite. I love oh, it too. Nice. Yeah. Well, what what do you, what what do you think is a bad Kiss song? I'm just curious. God. Um. It would have to be, and people are gonna shoot me for this. It has to be the overplayed. Like I I despise rock and roll all night. I really do because it's just I hear it everywhere all the time. And it's 100%. the only thing you hear. It's a good song though. That's the sad thing. Right. It's a kick ass song, but it's just. They play it too much. Yeah, and it hurts really you. Do. And it hurts you when you say, you know, oh, who do you like? Well, I like Kiss, and they say, oh, rock and roll all night and party every day. Yeah, like, oh my god, there's yeah, so that, much more that. than that. You know, so I hate much that. More. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, they go, "I was made for loving you too." That's the other right, one I hear yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that one either. So we're in agreement yeah. on that, right? Sure. So did you? Um, uh, have you seen them live? Yep, I saw them in uh, 
August 2010. That was on the, uh, I believe that's the hottest band in the world tour mm-hmm. back back in 2010. So, yep, okay. I got to see them live. So was it, it was my, was it a, a lot of fun to finally get to see them play live? Oh my god, it's just like I really you know didn't know what to expect going into it. Mm-hmm. Um, because and after I because I had some preconceived notations of what I thought it was going to be like, and um, you know this is at the time where I remember being a I, I feel ashamed to say this, but. It's fucking true. If you listen to music, you can hear it. I feel a little ashamed to say this, but this is at the time where Paul's voice was really starting to go on the deep, get fucked up. Yeah. You could hear it in some of the vocals. And, and I was really nervous about going, and in I, I had nothing to fucking worry about. At the end, I felt like an idiot because I had nothing to worry about. The whole, seeing Kiss, it's not like any other concert. It yeah. really isn't. It's, it's, it's not it's a rock and roll show it's but it's it's an experience that's the only way to describe it mm-hmm. it's like you're you know every time it's like i watch it on youtube the flame pots go up and i'm like that looks cool but when i was there you could feel that heat right. it's like you're standing right next to it you, you it's like shit and the drums were just insane pounding in your bam 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 and jeans he did a god of war or god of thunder rather and uh, the baseline on that, you could just feel it in your balls. Nice. It was just like, it's just un- unbelievable. And all these things come together. You see Paul Stanley swinging on that circle hook thing into the middle of the stage. And, you know, I had seen him do that in videos like a thousand times. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to think it's cool. When I was there, I was like I was losing my fucking mind. Nice. I, in fact, awesome. I remember because I, I had gone to the bathroom before the show, painted my face. Because you can't go to a kitchen and not fucking paint your face. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had to go and paint my face. And Who'd you paint, at? Who'd back, you paint yourself up oh, as? Star, Paul, 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 of course. Star Child, absolutely. <laughs> um, plus, I can't do the demon one for shit I tried before. I just can't. That, that takes practice. <laughs> but, uh, no, I went as Paul, and I remember I sang with every single song. Right every single one. And there was two, like, 16-year-old girls there, 16, 17. I shit you not. The brief moments I did look at them, they're, you know, they're nose deep in their phones. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? Do you not see what's in front of you? And I was just – because – they looked up at me like I was crazy because I was, <laughs> I was jumping out of the seat. Yeah. I was screaming. I like th- someone was going to come and restrain me. because it, <laughs> it was. Just, I was worried security was going to come. My father had to move to a different seat because, <laughs> because I was just out there screaming and moving. And, and I, like I had, I beyond for those two girls who looked at me with disgust and I just didn't give a shit at the time. But beyond for them, four, five, or six other people around me were just looking at me like I was crazy. And I'm like, don't you know where we are? <laughs> but, but no, it was it was unbelievable. Um, I just, it, it completely blew my mind. I couldn't speak for seriously about six or seven hours. Couldn't speak because I just totally shot my voice out. And my ears were ringing for about probably an hour after the show at least. Wow. And it. it was just, you know, it's, I'll never forget it. I'll I never forget love the intensity. About kiss people's first kiss experiences because mm-hmm. it's always such a <laughs> spiritual thing, you know. And you get that out of this story. Yeah, you know, everybody's first kiss story is always something special. But but were you depressed that they didn't play "Read My Body"? <laughs> <laughs> of course he was. Oh my god. Um. No, I didn't mind the song selection. I forgot what the set list was. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but you knew no, all. I didn't mind it. That's cool. Cool. Well, um, yeah, Aaron, as Aaron mentioned, um, yeah, we do the Rock and Pod Expo every year. It's basically rock music, rock stars, music podcasters. 
if you want to come to Nashville and do a performance, that's fine. But I'll have to warn Ralph that you're going to be bringing his girlfriend with you. That you stole. And that you stole away. And I'm going to tell my wife to stay home because you're not going to get, you know, I'm not going to have you take her away from me, too. You understand me? (laughs) All off, read my body. Oh, God, that song. Is that the one you get the most response to? Um, I haven't really checked the page in a while. Yeah. Uh, but when the last time I checked it, oh god, because I think the last one I did was "Lonely Is the Hunter," kick-ass song. Love yeah. that song. Um, "Lonely Is the Hunter" and ah oh, shit, I forgot the other one. But those are the last two I got. I did for when I was doing the videos, and um, actually, I did that the day after I got my kiss tattoo, which was yeah, it was kind of like a camaraderie thing. Hmm? Tell us about when you got your kiss tattoo. Oh, well, that was at the, uh, it was in the last couple months of high school. It was a graduation gift. It ended up costing, um, God, my parents flowed for it. It ended up costing about $900. Whoa. It was a massive graduation gift. Um, and we're not rich by any means. We are middle class, hundred percent. So it's uh, to pull that kind of money for for that. I was really grateful. And then the kiss, the kiss concert, which followed that, like two months later, that was also part of the gift. So wow. totally, you're looking at fourteen, fifteen hundred bucks. Wow, for, got, that's cool, parents, man. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, and the tattoo's cool. It it has uh, it's Gene and Paul. Uh, they're my two favorites. And then uh, they're kind of like standing on a cliff. And into the cliff faces, the word kiss is carved there. Wow. And it's a half sleeve. So it, it's a good, like, uh, 12 inches. Right. Oh, it, it's it's nice. It covers my whole bicep on the right side. So and you got Gene with his axe guitar and there's blood all dripping from it. And you got Paul Stanley with the... Um, uh, he was running. I remember one time he was using this blue guitar and I forgot what it was, but I loved it so much. And I had the tattoo artist do that one. So no, the tattoo, I love it. It took like 10 hours to do bled like a bitch, but it was totally worth it. Wow. Yeah, see, and when you think you're cool, you're not kiss, <laughs> kiss tattoo for your graduation present. Cool. I still get compliments on the kiss tattoo oh, a lot. So it's, so that's like a it's magnet. Nice to... It's like a magnet for cool people, because the coolest people are gonna walk up and be like, "That's badass," and you're gonna know they're <laughs> awesome. It's a it's a coolness detector. I, I heard that that Ralph's girlfriend really liked it a lot, and that's why she left him. For, for him. It wasn't just the read my it. body video. Yeah. That that that's what oh, sealed the deal. God. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. You guys keep talking about that now. Yeah, I have haven't I haven't seen that song, and oh my god, it must have been years. And it's because I still sing all the time. Right. Like I work at Walmart. I uh, I'm up there pushing carts in the parking lot, doing a bunch of other stuff. But when I'm in the parking lot, I'm ripping vocals all day. It helps me through get through work, and I sing Kiss all day. And it's really fun getting the reactions from the people. And um, God, read my body. I haven't <laughs> seen that that particular song in years. That's why when people come back from Connecticut, they always say, that state's got the best Walmarts. <laughs> guys out there in the parking lot singing weird Kiss songs. It's amazing. Yeah, because I sing like the really, uh, again, I'm a really big fan. My favorite Kiss song by far. And I believe it was supposed to be released on Creatures. Never did. It's the only song fully written by Bruce Kulick, and it's fucking Sword and Stone. Oh, that's a great one. I love that song. That song gets me pumped. It's like I want to go to war when I hear that Sonic. It's freaking great. And he's saying it on the Kiss Cruise 2018. It was either 2018 or 2017. Mm -hmm. And I think he's saying it with Bob and and the the rest of his band. And when I heard it live, I just like, I love. Again, it was like, it was like here going to the Kiss concert again. I just lost my, my freaking brain. I remember screaming at my TV because I was, as you know, I can never afford the Kiss Cruise because that's like, you're looking at a thousand bucks. Right. Yeah. We've never gone either. I, I'd love to fucking go. Yeah. It's got to be insane to go, but, but it's just too expensive. I can't afford it. But I, when I watched the video and I, 
I didn't know it was coming because I'll, I'll sit there every at the end of every kiss cruise and I'll go and I'll take like six hours and I'll sit and watch all the videos I can find of it just to try and get something from it, you know? Yeah. And when I heard that song played live, I was, Oh my God. I, I cried. Wow. I cried because so it was cool. so great. And Bruce Kulik is my favorite guitarist from kiss. Um, so it's just unfucking believable. That's awesome. I like the, I like that it wasn't just a high school phase and you've stayed into the band. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, no. No, it's it's, it's not a phase. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bunch, and it, it's even gone. I've spent some money on it, uh, what I can. Uh, I got a, I'm a huge collector of things from, you know, gaming, anime, rock and roll. I I have over, like, 600 statues. Like, I, I over the years, I've collected. And I've got um, a couple Kiss pieces. I got the 94 Kiss Lava Lamp, which is, I think it goes on eBay for like 150 bucks. And it's got all the four members on the base. I think I remember and that. Freaking awesome. And then I got a, a Kiss Lamp. Unfortunately, the guy who owned it before me snapped the shade because apparently he got mad at somebody and threw it. I almost, you know, threw him through a wall for <laughs> snapping that beautiful shade. And, You're not gonna uh, respect the kiss lamp. You just give it to me now, and I'll take it and I'll give it the respect it and, deserves. Uh, so he only had like the the stand because he ended up like pulling the bulb and the whole assembly out. But uh, the stand is awesome because it's like this obsidian looking square rectangular pillar, and it's got each one of their like it's got the demon face, the star, the spaceman, the catman, all on each side. And it's got this big circle base on it. And I ended up using it to hold my headphones and stuff like that. And it just looks, it looks like a, like an obelisk. Nice. It looks awesome. Do you know I've what, got a, do you know what's, oh, what, go ahead. what, you know, what's true about the, uh, the light bulb and the kiss lamp. It's hot. What? It's hot in the shade. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh, oh. Here we go with the kiss puns. That's the that's the quality humor you get on our podcast. Right, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh man. So, I guess it's easy as it seems. Ah, well done. <laughs> <laughs> See, you found out what makes the world go round. Nice. This guy, he's one of us. <laughs> oh man. But uh it's gonna be a long podcast. <laughs> uh, I got a I got a continue my little figures here because now now you got me talking so prepare <laughs> now, now you got me going i got uh one of the 99 and i'm looking for these figures because i can't find them anywhere 99 1999 set of kiss figures and they've got like small bodies but really over exaggerated heads and they weigh about probably a pound each these are pretty well bought figures and i can't find these at all the only one the only one i got is gene and i really want the whole set hmm. i got two two sets of the kiss pez collection yeah i've got that one yeah these are awesome i love these and then the only other piece i have is the uh it's actually a custom piece that i bought from some guy at a tag sale he ended up um getting like all the albums up till uh psycho circus i think and uh he got he got them all on a puzzle and they put this puzzle together on this piece of uh like this piece of plywood or something and it's like a puzzle of all the uh all the album covers up to psycho circus and i have that that's up in the attic i gotta find a place to display that unfortunately that hurts to say but yeah, so I got a couple things. So what's the best Kiss record, in your opinion? Number one, if you can only have one album, what, what one would you take? Revenge. Yeah. Without nice. hesitation. Which is the best it's out like, of the four solo albums? Oh, now that, that hurts. Um, if you say Peter, I'm going to hang up on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Peter's album has uh probably has my favorite song out of all four it's not my favorite album but it's my, i have it tossing and turning 
I oh. fucking love that song. Yeah. That's I sing that all the time. I was singing that yesterday. That song that song's great to sing. But uh my favorite album on the whole has got to be Paul's. Hmm. Cuz you have you have a great a great selection. A couple of them, yeah, but yeah, my favorite would definitely have to be uh Paul's. Interesting. It's pretty awesome for the You know, you belong part. to me. Yeah. There you go. But no, Revenge is my mainstream favorite album because you got Unholy on there, and it's yeah. like, how can you beat that? Oh, Unholy might be the best non-makeup era song of all. I mean, That's yeah. just like, I was created by man. But I'm the Lord of the Flies, you know I'm unholy. Yeah, yeah that song. Yeah, That's that pretty good. Lot. That's great. <laughs> so I, I love wonder, that song. When, when Unholy came out, for me, I heard that and was completely blown away and couldn't wait for other people to hear it so that they could know that Kiss was heavy and cool. Did you have that same experience? Um, like I said, when my dad first introduced me, it was all the, uh, it was like the 70s stuff. And I didn't get into the non-makeup period until um, my second year of high school because it's when I when I found, uh, cause that was when I found the MTV unplugged episode Okay, and that whole set just like floored me when Paul, uh, my favorite song on that whole set was definitely, I still love you. Yeah. And when Paul's vocals on that were just unbelievable, just like he sang that note at the end, it's for me, but yeah, going back to your question. Um, when I first, after I watched MTV Unplugged, I went a little deeper because, you know, that's one of the things I actually liked about getting to Kiss later on is that there's just so much catalog and it's all different eras and different styles of music. And um, and when you come into them like that, like we did, yeah. then it becomes an adventure in discovery, yeah. you know, yeah. because you never know when you go to the record store what they're going to have and what's going to be there. Like I always remember coming home with Dynasty on LP one time and had no idea it existed and just couldn't wait to get home and put it on the turntable because it was an adventure and I discovered something new which was brand new to me and it was you know several years old by the time I found it but I had no idea it existed you know and I always remember it as being like one of the greatest feelings in my life was the anticipation of getting home with a brand new Kiss record that I'd never heard before yeah yeah the um after when I, because the first one, um, I think the first non makeup air record I listened to was Animal Eyes, mm-hmm. and I thought I liked a couple songs on there because I think that was the record where they came out with Hide Your Heart, and for a while that used to be my favorite Kiss song. No, Hide Your Heart was uh, uh, Hot in the Shade. Shade. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, so I was wrong on that. But um, maybe thinking of Heaven's on Fire. No, I was thinking of Hide Your Heart, oh, okay. but Heaven's on Fire is also a good song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I, I definitely agree with you, Aaron. I think the, uh, I always love going in there and, and finding a new song, like a, you know, not popular song or when Gene ended up, I got to give big props to Gene because he ended up over the years, like he's leaked so much shit that it's freaking crazy. Like when he came out with that, uh, I think it was a couple of years back. Came out this big box collection, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not sure, but he came out of the box collection. And the second that dropped, there was three, uh, three tracks that no one ever heard before, and there was two demos because I heard a um, there was a demo of Doctor Love, calling Doctor Love, and uh, totally different song. And when I was, I, I like hunting for those. And when I heard about them, I was scouring the internet, trying to find the right one and not some, you know, bullshit video. And yes. I ended up finding them. And it's, it's like an adventure. You go through and, and you find them and you listen to them. And you're like, sometimes you're like, eh, go back and listen to the original. And sometimes you're like, you know what? That's great. That was the experience when I found Sword and Stone. I just blew my mind. And I don't know. And I really believe that was supposed to be on Creatures. I don't know why that did not make the cut. Well, there's also, uh, do you ever hear Time tra- Time Traveler? Yep. That's a good one, too. Yep. There's a great, yep. vi- there's a great, <clears throat> some some fan made a YouTube video of that song 
where they basically started with present day Kiss in the video, yeah. and it goes all the way back through the years and ends with the original yeah. band, like a time traveler. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. It's I'll a pretty cool, pretty cool video. Yeah, I think that was uh, <clears throat> time travel. When I look into your yeah, mm-hmm. when I look into your eyes, time travel. Yeah, yeah, I love that song. That, that's a great song too. But we got my way on Crazy Nights instead of that song. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's bullshit. <laughs> okay, you don't like my way. You're getting you're gaining so, cool points back. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Some of the producers there must have had yeah, too many shots of tequila before they fucking mixed the album with it because that's fucking. All right. Uh, but so, uh, where do you stand on um, Eric Singer and Tommy Thayer wearing the uh, Spaceman and Catman makeup and costume? Never gave a shit. No? I really don't understand why people put so... And it's one thing I fight with KISS fans on every forum and board I can find. They, like, destroy those two guys. Eric Singer's a great drummer. Hell yeah. You know, and he's got... He's got really good vocals. Like, yep. I actually like Peter Chris's raspy, his raspy vocals. I like those better than Eric's. And I liked Eric Carr. Eric Carr is my favorite Kiss drummer by far. And I liked his vocals. Uh, well, I can't say that because Eric Carr wasn't unfortunately around enough for me to. Because all I've ever heard vocals from him is Black Diamond and uh, uh, the um, the demo of Little Caesar. Little Caesar, great song. Yeah. But, uh, um. No, I, I would. I'd have to say I really don't care. A lot of people give give me shit for that, and I tell them, you know what? They're great musicians. Kiss wouldn't hire them if they were good musicians. Right. And you know what? It is what it is. Kiss is a legacy. Yeah. You know, and I think they do it mostly from a marketing standpoint because you know totally. if you have those yeah. sa- those same iconic characters, it's just easier to sell that to people and it's more recognizable. Yeah. And let's face it, Paul and Gene are about the money, so I mean they're not gonna. And also, if you look at it from their personal perspective, when they brought in Eric Carr and then Vinnie Vincent with their own makeup, it was probably the low point for the band's career. So they're kind of like, we tried that, it didn't work. Why should we do it again? You know? Yeah. So, but uh, the makeup. The makeup never seemed a big thing to me. It's just the the thing I love about Kiss, and when I said that when I went to my first concert, that I was experienced. It's because they deliver on so many fronts. The makeup is just one little portion. Right. It's it's the makeup and the blood spitting. You know, I'll always love seeing Gene Gene do that. He does a great job. The fire breathing, like it's like a rock and roll circus, and it's just all when all of that comes together. All the little bits here and there come together, and you get one final, beautiful, amazing, unbelievable, and non-repeatable you know, offering. It's just like you just get blown away. And that's what KISS is. Every, every little thing comes together. So I've never, been, right. I've never been mad at them because a, a lot of people give them shit. Just because they like Ace, you know, and I like Ace. I'm not saying I, I love Ace. I love his solo work, you know, but uh, I, I really do think those two get a really get a really bad, a lot of bad press because butthurt Kiss fans, you know, get triggered at the smallest things. Hmm. Amen to that. I hear you on that. Yeah, we hear from him. Um, <clears throat> so. As we uh, as we wrap up, um, I do want to. Uh, and seriously, would you consider doing like like do doing a couple of videos, especially a read my body video, just as like a, a bookend to do it to the first one? I think it would it would actually generate a lot of interest. To be honest with you, uh-huh. oh, read my body. I gotta find the lyrics for that fucking song. <laughs> I'll send them to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's so long ago. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll do the videos again. It's kind of nice knowing that. Because, um, again, I did them for me. You know, I didn't do them for anybody else. I just right. did them because I like to rock. And anyone who likes to rock watches them. And they, you know, they enjoy it. That's all I need. So it's kind of nice knowing that people, uh, you said this guy put posted my video on a podcast what was his name i want well, to check that out his name's ralph if you go on the youtube channel it's called almost human 56 i'll send you the link to it but uh yeah he oh, he did a he made it into a comedy bit essentially saying that his girlfriend broke up with him and left left him for you so I, oh, that's great. I, I, I like but i like that you have a thin skin a thick skin about this yeah. because you know a lot of people would be like 
oh man, they're making fun of my video. That's not cool. But like, you seem to like roll uh, with I'll the punches pretty well. Now, like I said, I just made them because I love to rock. Yeah. It's all it's 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 all about rocking and having good times and you know getting away from the stress of the real world for a while. That's all what it is about. That's cool. You can leave all the hate and bullshit at home. I'm just here to rock. That that's all. Well said. Yeah, can't say it any better than that. Perfect. Perfect. Man, Rich, this has been awesome talking to you. And if we could figure out a way to get you to Rock and Pod next year to perform Read My Body live, I would see it. You know, And it's awesome that I just love that you just you did it for you. You did it because you rock, and it doesn't matter what anybody else ever thinks of it. And all these years later, you are in some ways an Internet celebrity yeah. because of that attitude. That's the rock and roll attitude, and that's the kiss attitude. And, man brother this has been awesome to get to talk to you i appreciate it it's awesome talking to you guys And these are for you. Heart, 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 FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.